What's up, everybody? Welcome to Whale Talks Wrestling, episode 57. Um, was able to get to some New Japan, so that'll make me pretty happy later on, but let's get right into it. Uh, we'll start off with Monday Night Raw. Uh, Seth comes out and says this is going to stay with him. You know, the whole thing he did to Rey Mysterio about poking his eye out. Basically, he says, seeing... Excuse me? <sighs> See Ray's eye pop out of the socket. Made him just sick, you know, physically and mentally. Alistair Black comes out pissed. He wants Seth and Murphy. They go at it. Seth dips. But Seth is like egging on Murphy to beat the crap out of him. But he beats the shit out of him. Then we get Seth versus Alistair. Um, Alistair hits a black bass on Seth Rollins, but he rolls out. Murphy keeps getting involved. Black bass to Murphy. Uh, Seth is going at his arm. He's trying to basically destroy Alistair's arm. It's the curve stomp for the win. They come back. They jump Alistair. They beat the crap out of him. They take out his arm some more. Uh, Seth does this good, nice arm wrench on the outside that looks very rough. Uh, they finish off his arm with the ring steps, and basically, uh, yeah, now they sacrifice Alistair's arm. Like I said, I'm really liking what Seth is doing here. Uh, like I said, I think Seth is making the best, how do they say, he's making chicken salad out of chicken shit. He, he's doing the best he can, I think. And I think he's doing a great job. Uh, Shelton Benjamin beats R-Truth for the 24-7 title, and then he ends up joining the new group, The Hurt Business, with uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. I, I'm, I like this. I'm glad they're doing something with Shelton Benjamin. Like I said, him coming over from New Japan was the worst, because like this guy has legit done nothing for the last couple of years. It's crazy. Like uh, Hurt Business comes out. They cut a promo. MVP is just killing it on the stick. Uh, Cedric and Ricochet come out. They start talking shit to the Hurt Business. Um, fucking, but they introduced Ali coming back, so that was awesome. I'm very happy to see Ali. Like I said, I've missed this dude. This dude's been gone seven months, and there's nothing wrong with him. There wasn't no injury. There wasn't no quarantine, nothing. He's just been gone for seven months because they had nothing to do. So, like I said, very happy to see him. Big brawl breaks up. Then we get Cedric, Ali, and Ricochet versus uh, the Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, MVP finally hit that ball and elbow. I haven't seen him hit it since he came back. Ali with a fantastic fucking suicide dive on Bobby Lashley. He looked like a fucking torpedo. And uh, Ali wins hitting the 450 on MVP. It sucks that his finisher is just a regular ass 450 now. But yeah, MVP uh, fucking takes DL here. I even said, I don't know how I feel about the Hurt Business losing right away. You know what I mean? But... I always said, I guess, you know, whatever. But, you know, I guess Ali's come back. Uh, Randy Orton comes out with another great promo. He talks about, you know, taking out Edge and Christian. And basically says he's going to end the big show. It's all over. Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot. Uh, Peyton is just uh, shit-talking Ruby the whole time. Ruby with the riot kick for the win. So Ruby's finally starting to turn stuff around. Uh, Street Profits with the Cienin Garza, uh, not bad. Ford with a fantastic frost splash. This dude changed sides in midair. He legit did a whole 360 and changed sides in midair. I don't know. That was crazy to me. Like, legit, Ford probably has the best frost splash ever. 
like it's really good. Like I'm still a fan of Tanahashi's because I like the way he just basically puts his whole body to it. But that that's crazy. Fourier's got a fucking he's probably got the second best Fox Express I've ever seen. Uh Bailey and Sasha come out, they brag about, you know, their win over fucking um Asuka says the title is hers. Uh Asuka comes out with Kyrie, says it's her title. Stephanie McMahon comes on screen and says Sasha is not the champ. They will be having a rematch next week to prove who the real champion is. There will be no interference. There will be no counter. There will be no DQ. Basically, no shenanigans at all. Uh, then we get Bailey versus Kyrie. This is uh, not Kyrie's last appearance, I think, but this is Kyrie's last match. So, uh, Kyrie with a big double foot stomp onto Bailey while Bailey is draping on the rope. Uh, fucking um. Kyrie hits the insane elbow, but her arm is too fucked up for her to make the cover. Bailey hits the Macho Man elbow for a near fall. I thought that was kind of funny how they're elbowing each other. Kyrie rolls up Bailey for the win. And it's a shocking win on Bailey. I I found this very weird that they're giving Kyrie a win on their way out, especially over Bailey. But maybe they're doing that to keep the relationship good between them. So we'll see. Uh, Drew's, uh, Drew comes out, gives props to Ziggler over the match they had. Uh, Ziggs comes out right after, says he was so close to beating him. Uh, Drew tells Ziggler to basically get lost, no more matches for him, get to the back of the line. Drew ends up headbutting him, and then Ziggler is still cutting a promo. Ziggler's like, I know I can beat you, give me one more match. And basically, Drew is just like, okay. I'll give you one more match, but we're going to play it my game now. Basically, he said he's going to pick the stipulation for next week. So, he's going to get his match. So, uh, like I said, I don't mind another match between these guys. Like, I know Ziggler hasn't really done anything to earn a title shot, but I, I don't mind. Uh, then, so this this match, this match was very stupid. This was the main event. We get Big Show versus Randall Keith Orton. Uh, it was supposed to be the unsanctioned match, and this match felt like a regular match uh big spear by the big show on randy uh garza and cn end up attacking the big show the viking raiders come out to make the save big show with a choke slam for a near fall randy moves out the way big show puts himself through a table basically it just felt like it's a regular no dq match uh randy with a big rko big show ends up kicking out i don't like how people are kicking out of the rko all the time though uh randy is beating the shit out of big show with a steel chair. Uh, Randy goes for the punk kick. He hits the punk kick. Big, he kicks Big Show's head off. Randy wins. Another legend killed. Uh, I don't know who's next. Like I said, I'm pretty sure Randy's going to kill Ric Flair soon. Because Ric Flair is cleared, supposedly. So, uh, Like I said, Raw wasn't too bad. Raw wasn't too bad. Uh, hit some good stuff here, you know. Uh... It's been better than it has been, you know what I mean? It has been better than it has been. So, I guess that's a that's an improvement. Oh boy, here's the first time ever. So, I have been catching Impact Wrestling here and there. I'm not going to start reviewing Impact because, like I said, I still think it's a mess show. But there are certain matches I will definitely review. And I have to review my favorite tag team of all time. The Motor City Machine Guns versus the North for the Impact Tag Team titles. Uh, this was a very, very, very great tag team match. 
Like I said, it's my favorite tag team. So anything that the Motor City Machine Guns do, I am going to watch. Same thing with EC3 when he gets on there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to I'm going to review that stuff. Uh, like I said, the North is pretty damn good. I know I've never really talked about them, but I've been paying close attention to them. They're pretty damn good. I really like Ethan Page. He's pretty damn good. Um, Shelly is getting worked over. Uh, beautiful moonsault by uh, Alexander, but he ends up missing. Very Kurt Angle-ish. Uh, Saban starts going nuts, taking out both of them in the hot tag. So good, like I said. It's so good to see Saban not injured. Shelly hits a sliced bread for the near fall. Then uh, I got so happy. The machine guns started hitting their, you know, their original like tag team offense. You know, the kicks and the enziguri combos and all that stuff. I wish they would have done my favorite move. The complete shot into the drop kick. I love that fucking move. I think Miz and Morrison ended up doing that in a weird way. Uh, double dual submissions by both teams on each other. Uh, the machine guns on the north. I mean, the machine guns on the north. Um, uh, freaking assisted cutter into a wheelbarrow suplex. That was a really cool move by um, the north. Saban rolls up Ethan Page and the new tag team champions. The Motor City Machine Guns win. Fucking, um, this was awesome. Uh, like I said, um, I know a lot of people are probably pissed because, you know, the North has, what, almost, almost a year run. But who else? You know what I'm saying? Who would be the other team that would beat these guys? The Motor City Machine Guns is the perfect team. And 10 years ago, on the date they won these titles, they also won titles. So that was pretty cool. I just feel like it just worked out pretty much kind of perfect. So, fucking, um, fucking, so that, that, that was cool. That was cool. All right, let's jump into AEW. AEW, this, this was a pretty damn good show. This was a really, this was probably one of their best shows in a while. Uh, we started off with, um, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, and the, you know, TNT Open Challenge. And I, we actually got a surprise for once because, you know, they like to announce their freaking people, which I hate when they do that, but it was Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston with a promo before the match was fan-fucking-tastic. Um, fucking, um, Kingston basically told Cody, hey, if you have the balls, fight me in a no-DQ match. Uh, basically, um, and basically it got official. Uh, Kingston started using Cody's weight belt to beat the crap out of him. Uh, Kingston backdropped Cody on the concrete. I mean, uh, Kingston was backdropped by Cody on the concrete. That looked really painful. Uh, Kingston with a nasty crossface strikes on Cody. Like, legit, he was just letting this dude have it. Kingston with a low blow, and then he gets the thumbtacks. Uh, I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen a thumbtack spot in a while. Uh, Kingston with a power bomb on Cody on the tags reminded me very much of the whole Randy Orton. Cause I feel like that's what Cody's trying to do. I feel like he's trying to prove himself. So uh, uh, Cody hit with a Saito suplex. He no sells that shit. Rolls through. Hits a big clothesline. He oh, that was cool. Uh, then attacks Kingston with a million slaps. Starts beating the crap out of him. Uh, finally locks in the figure four because Kingston's um. Kingston's uh, leg was hurt midway through the match. It was hurt so well that I actually thought he was actually injured. Uh, and he makes Kingston tap to the figure four. I guess this is Cody's new gimmick now with the figure four. Like I said, I feel like he would be able to figure out something a little better. But you know Cody in the old schoolness. So this was a great opening match. Uh, MJF versus Griff Grifferson. Fucking, he looks very much like fucking... Um, 
uh, fucking Jungle Boy. Uh, this match had a very Kurt Angle John Cena debut to it. Because MJF, you know, he's saying, who the hell is this guy? And he's just like, I'm Griff Griffin. And he beats the crap out of him. Uh, MJF goes on the attack. He does a promo mid-match trying to get uh, Griff to say how good he is. Uh, he's trying to tell Griff, you know, tell the people I'm undefeated. Tell the people I'm undefeated. He makes him say it. Griff ends up coming back a little bit. Almost rolls up MJF. Big rope-assisted pile driver for the win. You see, now that's a really good finish for MJF. I think that's really good. I remember Adam Cole used to use that shit. But this is good stuff, and MJF is just fire, man. Uh, Britt Baker with a promo backstage. Uh, Taz ends up coming out. Uh, says him and Cage are good now, you know. Fucking, there was going to be some problems, but they're okay. Darby comes out. Ricky Starks attacks him from behind. And Lord, Darby ends up eating the fucking rope. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to get concussed. Enzo Amore style. Uh, Cage power palms Darby on the from the ramp all the way into the ring. Ricky starts hits his finisher. Uh, Moss comes out for the save with a barbed wire bat, so it looks like he's going to be helping him out. Then we get uh, probably the best match of the week. It was fan fucking task. I love this match. The Butcher and the Blade versus the Yum Bucks in a fucking fall count anywhere match. They find him backstage cutting meat in the fucking backstage kitchen. Uh, power bomb on the meat cart to Nick. Uh, you know, me being a meat person myself. You know, I'm a meat worker. This was kind of funny to me. <laughs> um, Matt is using the meat. He throws it at the fucking butcher. Uh, they were taking it all around town. Like I said, this match was awesome. Nick with a shining wizard using a sheet pan. Uh, Matt gets thrown into a truck. The butcher dives at Nick into the truck. Uh, double super kick to the blade. He goes on the, basically, it was fucking, he, they super kick him on the stairs and he goes upward, you know, cause the, the auto stairs fucking, uh, they finally take it to the ring. The blade is missing. Uh, the blade for dive to Matt. This is really rough. So the blade goes for one of those crazy dives to the outside, but fucking Matt moves out the way and the blade just hits nothing. Like I said, I hate that. Oh, he just hits the guardrail with his feet. It looks very fucking rough. Uh, the Butcher puts Matt through a table. Super kick party. Golden trigger on the blade. Uh, or BTE trigger, whatever they call it. It's just the golden trigger. Uh, the blade and the Butcher set up two tables on the entranceway. Uh, fucking both Young Bucks super kick each of them. They put the blade on one table. They put the Butcher on one table. They both dive through... Jumping off the stage through both tables. Uh, and they both get the win. Fantastic match. Like I said, very, very, very fantastic match. I wish the Butcher and the Blade would have won, but hey, what are you going to do? Uh, this was the match where they actually reached uh, one point something million. Because in the last four minutes of this match, everyone tuned in. Because I guess everyone kept hearing how crazy it was. Lance Archer backstage goes into the locker room and he beats up a bunch of jobbers. And then Lance does probably the best thing I've ever seen in a while. He takes one of the jobbers by the armpits and throws them into the ceiling. And they actually crash through the ceiling. And then he takes one of them and he throws them in a trash can. I thought this was hilarious. Uh, it feels like Lance has nothing to do ever since he lost to Cody. Because, you know, you come in hot and then you lose to Jeff Jarrett. Um, Diamante versus Ivelisse, uh, like I said, please sign Ivelisse, she's fantastic. 
Uh, these girls are beating the crap out of each other. This is a good stiff match here. They have really good chemistry. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Diamante fan, but they have pretty good chemistry. Uh, Diamante ends up rolling up Ivalice for the win, so she gets to fight Sheeta next week. Hangman versus Allen Five Angels. Uh, good to see Hangman in a one-on-one -on -one match. The whole Dark Order comes out to watch this. Uh, Pop-up powerbomb last ride on by uh, Adam Page for the win. Uh, Hangman wants to fight all of them. Brody Lee comes out talking shit, saying basically, you need to join the Dark Order. And then Hangman's like, I'm not joining no goddamn cult. And he's like, it's not a cult. And then he gets pissed off, and they all jump him. Uh, FTR come out. They throw a cooler of beer on Brody Lee. I thought that was hilarious. Kenny Omega comes out last. You know, he comes out to save his tag team partner last, so... Like I said, there's something building there. There's something building there. Uh, Jurassic Express versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hagar in the main event. Um, I, I, the main event suffered from, you know, following those two great matches. Uh, Jake and uh, Luchasaurus are going at it. Uh, Jericho is trying to use uh, the Bat Floyd with him, but Aubrey keeps taking it away. Uh, Jungle Boy with a double DDT on Chris and Jake. Uh, Marco drop kicks Jericho. Uh, fucking Serpentigo with a bat to the back of Luchasaurus. Jericho with a code breaker. Jericho wins. They all jumped to Jurassic Express. And underdog fucking mask of Serpentigo. I thought it was actually really Serpentigo joining the um, fucking... Oh my god, I forgot the name of the fucking stable, the inner circle. But it was actually Sammy Guevara. I'm very happy to see Sammy Guevara back. Like I said, he should have been gone in the first place, but whatever. Uh, Sammy Guevara was under the mask. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out with the best friends. And there's a big five-on-five -five tag team match set up for next week. Uh, like I said, this is a very, 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 very good episode of AEW. Like, I mean, a really good show, so... All right, next we get to NXT, and we start off with the Regal's big announcement that the North American title has been vacated because Keith Lee wants to give opportunities to the other guy. I'm just like, well, that was stupid. What was the point of the double title match anyway? I feel like that was way too soon to vacate it. They should have just had Keith Lee defend it twice, and he loses it. But I guess they're not trying to give Keith Lee any loses. So. We get Dexter Loomis versus Killian Dane. Uh, Look, I really like Killian Dane, man. I like both these guys. Uh, big Spine Buster by Dexter. A good match. Uh, Swanton by Dexter Loomis. Uh, he gets Dane in the choke, and Dane ends up passing out. I didn't see that coming. I thought he would not win with the choke, but good little match here. Ever Rise versus Breezango. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Breezango came out as Mega Canadians because Ever Rise were Canadians. They were both using the Mountie theme song. Double supermodel kick for the win. Like I said, not bad here. Aaliyah versus Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi tries to take out Robert Stone again with the tank. Shotzi went with a senton. She runs over Robert Stone again. And then Mercedes Martinez comes out, boots the crap out of Shotzi Blackheart. And we're just like, what the hell is going on here? Why is Mercedes Martinez coming in? So I guess she might join the Robert Stone brand. Uh, awesome promo video of us showing us more of Isaiah Swerve Scott. That's a guy that really, really needs to be pushed more. So, hopefully they do something with that guy. Um, very, another fantastic match. This, this is almost my favorite match of the week. It wasn't for, um, the two matches in AEW. But, Roderick Strong versus Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed in a three-way to see who qualifies for, you know, the North American, uh, title match in the pay-per-view. 
Uh, good to see Bronson Reed being used, man. It's good to see him being used a lot more. Uh, just needs a better finisher, man. This splash is not working out. Uh, Roddy with a cool uh, rope hanging butterfly neck breaker. That was, I mean, back breaker. That was sick. Uh, Strong hits an angle slam on Reed. Very fucking impressive. Drive-by elbows onto Reed by Roderick Strong. Uh, Reed with a drive-by, uh, with a dive on both men. Very impressive. Uh, Reed with the double Samoan drop on both men. Really good fast-paced match here. Johnny with a poison run on Reed. And then Roddy fucking knees the face of Reed. So fucking hard. Fucking, he knees him in the face, but Johnny turned it into a power up to the outside that looked so rough. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, Reed's back must be broken. Uh, Johnny and Roddy are having an amazing exchange. Uh, Johnny hits the lawn dart. Monster splash by Reed onto Strong for the win. He moves He moves on to the ladder match. And, yeah, Reed got the win here. I, like I said, I was very shocked. This was a great, great match. Like I said, this is a very good week of wrestling. Uh, Timothy Thatcher versus Orny Lorcan one more time. Again, fantastic fucking, um, uh, fantastic chain wrestling here. But, freaking, uh, Oni was the one actually in control of it in the middle. Uh, but Timmy ends up sneaking a win by, by fucking, uh, basically just trapping Orny Lorcan while they're chain wrestling. So, being held in the arm lock. Oni is really pissed about it because, again, he kind of got away with it. So, I, 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 I could take one more match between these guys. So, yeah, like I said, Mercedes Martinez ends up joining the Robert Stone brand backstage. Uh, Finn Balor wants uh, the North American title, which I'm like, yeah, it's the only title he hasn't held. So Then we get the main event. I thought the main event was fucking great. I, I love the way the match is structured. Killer Cross versus Donovan. Dijakovic. Uh, he's trying to go for Feast Your Eyes real quick. Cross not letting it happen. Uh, Killer Cross with a, a pair of head kicks and a big Dreamer DDT on Dijakovic. Dijakovic is throwing some big strikes. He's actually fucking rocking Cross. He's actually, like, making him wobble. Big choke bomb on Cross for a near fall. Dijakovic with a big dive on Cross. But fucking Cross ends up putting his head near the ring steps. He ends up kicking it into his face. That looked rough. That was the, pretty much the end for Dijakovic. Uh, Cross brings him back. And starts beating the crap out of him. He does this like MMA thing where he like traps his arms and he just starts beating the living shit out of him. Keith Lee comes out and he's trying to basically end the match. Dijakovic is mid beat beat down and he's just like, no, this is what I want. I got him where I want him. Don't interrupt. And then Keith Lee looks like he's just watching like his fucking dog get killed. Fucking, he just keeps getting the shit beat out of him. Strikes, strikes. Strike crosses just raining down elbows and just everything. I, I love the I love this ending. Um, he locks in the cross jacket. He faces Keith Lee while he locks in the cross jacket. The ref just ends up stopping it completely. He's just like, okay, this, this we're just gonna stop this completely. So yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure Dijakovic is completely gone now, and uh, this was a great way to send him out. You know, he ended up putting over. Uh, Killer Cross, and what a fucking way to do it, I'll tell you that, getting the shit beat out of him like that, that was a beatdown, man, that was a beatdown.
All right, SmackDown review here. Uh, Sasha and Bailey come out. Uh, Nikki and Alexa come out. Bailey, Nikki wants another title match. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how many title shots is this woman going to get? Bailey says, you know what? I feel bad for you. I will give you a title shot if you can beat a former champion. If you can beat Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss does not want to do it. Nikki pushes down Alexa and says she has to fight. So they're teasing something there. Firefly Funhouse. Bray said it was so good to have Braun back home. Braun hasn't even showed up. Uh, he's talking, you know, he's you know he's carried the lantern with Swamp Bray. And he's talking to Swamp Bray and he's just like fucking basically talk, talking to him. He's just like, you know, oh, we don't need you anymore. You you did what you could, you failed, blah 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 blah. That was kind of cool how he basically he talks to the dead Swamp Bray. Then we get Alexa versus Nikki. They team up, and they end up beating up Bailey and Sasha, and then go back to having their wrestling match. This match went on way too long. Uh, Nikki rolls up Alexa for the win. I'm pretty sure Nikki Cross's new finisher is the roll-up. So, yeah, she rolls up fucking Alexa for the win, and she gets the next title shot, but Alexa looks pissed. So Matt Riddle versus Tony Nese. Tony Nese, the forever jobber. Like, what the hell? Look at this dude, man. I want to know why this guy always gets jobbed out. Uh, Riddle is going right at this man. Uh, poor Anise, like I said, he's always a jobber. Bro Derek, done. Uh, Riddle ends up calling out Corbin. Corbin puts out a hit on him. Uh, Tony Nese comes back, eats a head kick. As he tries to capitalize on the hit right away. Uh, like I said, they're doing good by Matt Riddle so far. Dirt Sheet with Naomi. Uh, Miz dad dancing to her theme was fucking hilarious. Basically, they're here to just keep calling Naomi a loser. Uh... The fucking Seth Rollins puke stars thing was fucking hilarious. Lacey ends up coming out. They go at it. Uh, Kofi is talking backstage to Big E. And basically, Kofi is out for like six or seven weeks. And uh, Big E is just like, man, what are we going to do? Don't worry. We'll got this. And they're like, you know what? It's time. It's time you go one-on-one. -on -one. It's time you, you do your thing. And I'm just like, this is not the way I wanted a Big E. Fucking, you know, a Big E... Uh, Fucking, uh, Big E, uh, you know, solo run. I would have rather him do it as a serious, you know, three ain't enough, man, I need five bullshit. But, hey, we're going to get Big E as a single star. I, I say give him a match with Bray when Bray wins the title. I wouldn't mind. Uh, we get a fan, another fantastic. I'm telling you, wrestling was just good all around. We get Chad Gable versus Grand Metalik versus Drew Gulak versus Lindsay Dorito. Uh, in a four-way for the number one contender for the IC title. Like I said, this match was awesome. A lot to call here. Chad with a beautiful moonsault to the outside to all of the men. Chad is going nuts, suplexing everybody. He fucking hits a beautiful regal suplex on Gulak. Uh, Grand Matalik wins with the springboard elbow drop. We get Matalik versus AJ next week. And, man, people need to put respect on Grand Matalik's name. Go look at his fucking work, dude. This guy is amazing. Main event time, and main event was also awesome. Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy in the bar fight. Uh, this was a cinematic-y kind of match, but also just a, you know, a fucking bar fight. It was awesome. Uh, Jeff is sitting there drinking, I mean, not drinking, and then Sheamus is trying to get a drink before the match, and Jeff basically says Matt had to delete his WWE career. Tonight, he deletes his demons. Uh, I like how they're just having like a, a, ca a casual conversation before the match. 
Then they fight it out. Seamus tries to order a drink mid-ass whooping. Uh, Jeff stops him. Jeff starts throwing basketballs at Seamus. This is funny. Uh, Seamus puts Jeff's head in a urinal. That was so gross. I don't care if they cleaned it or something. That's just gross, man. You know, like, I think I say, oh, we disinfected everything. But that's still, you're putting your head in a urinal. Uh, Jeff then throws Seamus into the toilet. Breaks the fucking toilet. Uh, Jeff gets a ladder and starts killing Seamus with it. Jeff gets sent into the drum set. I don't know what it is with Seamus always drop. I mean, bro kicking a drum. Uh, Jeff, with a twist of fate, about to climb the ladder and hit the swanton. The bartender ends up attacking Jeff. Jeff takes him out with a power bomb through a table. Seamus then thinks he goes, he's going he's gonna to go in. He grabs a beer and Jeff starts acting mad weird because he took out Jeff and then Jeff is just laying on the floor. But he's got a hat covering his face. Seamus goes to take away the hat covering his face and fucking somehow Jeff gets his fucking face paint. So it's like he's become Brother Nero. He gets different eyes too. He gets the face paint. He beats the shit out of Seamus. Uh, you know, he goes to hit the Swanton for the win. And basically, yeah, he takes out Seamus with Swanton. Basically by becoming Brother Nero. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, and then he, like, closes his eyes and his eyes turn back to normal, but he still got the face paint on. So that was pretty dope. I was just like, I kind of like this. So I guess they're going to make Brother Nero kind of like a transformation, which I'm totally down for. Like I said, the bar fight was really good and the four-way was really good. Like I said, this is a very, very good week of wrestling. And we got New Japan to still talk about. So, sweet. All right, and let's finish off this week in this pod with some New Japan Zengoku Lord. I'm going to only talk about the important matches that I saw. Fuck it. You know, like I said, I don't really discuss too much of the tag team matches because the tag team matches are just a setup for the other matches. You know, sometimes I watch them, sometimes I don't. But let's get to it. We got Yujiro versus Okada. This is Yujiro's, like, I would say first big, big match like this. Like, Tokyo Pimp going for fucking Okada. But... Sadly, I did not really like this match. Like, I like Yujiro. Uh, Yujiro, you know, I don't think he should ever be put in a big spot like this. He's just, he's just a cool character. You know what I'm saying? He's a Tokyo pimp. He's just cool. Uh, so Yujiro is going right for Okada. Okada with a big boot, big drop kick, uh, hits a tombstone, locks in the money clip, aka the Cobra Clutch. I love the, the love the name for it. Uh, he ends up getting out of it. Yujiro uses the pimp cane. Hits a reverse fucking attitude adjustment for a near fall. Spiral tombstone. Money clip back on. Usual taps out. Like I said, I think this match went on a little too long. Like, to me, they should have just had Usual beat the crap out of Okada. You know, use the pimp cane like he did. But then Okada just kind of murdered this dude. But, like I said, I like Usual. That's the sad part. But he, he's, you know... You know, he, he is, it's not his no limit days, I'll tell you that. No limit. This guy was putting in work, but. Then we get Shingo versus El Desperado, man. And I'm telling you, I have made a complete turn on El Desperado, man. This guy is awesome. He's fucking fantastic. Come on, his fucking finisher's called it Pincho Loco. That's fucking awesome. Uh, but Shingo, basically, he gets his title, but. <laughs> Basically, he comes in there with a fucking purpose because El Desperado stole his title. He comes in there. He takes his title back, and he's like, okay, we can start the match now. Uh, Desperado is working on Shingo's knee. Shingo's knee seems to be his ultimate Achilles heel. because That's how Moxley got that win over him that one time. I think Moxley was the second person to beat Shingo. Um, 
I fucking love uh, Shingo where he does this like combination strike thing where he just does these big three strikes. That was awesome. Shingo with a double uh, leg dragon screw, uh, dragon screw whip. I've never seen that before. That was awesome. Uh, Desperados goes to use the title to hit Shingo. Fucking uh, Desperado working on the stretch muffler. Very painful looking stretch muffler. Oh my god! Like I was like, man, I miss Brock Lesnar using the Brock Lock. Um, made in Japan, Desperado kicks out. I was actually very shocked. He tries to low blow Shingo. Shingo catches him and just, oh man, he gives him a clothesline. Then he sets him up. You know, my favorite shit, the pumping bomber. He sets him up. He runs the ropes and he fucking just lets this man hit it. He completely rips his head off of a pumping bomber. Hits the last of the dragon. Shingo wins. Basically, uh, takes care of him. But yeah, like I said, this is great. Uh, like I said, Shingo is always putting in great performances to me, so. Then we get the big main event. We get Hiromu versus Evil IWGP IC title on the line. Like I said, this is Hiromu's big, big first title defense. And Hiromu, this is Hiromu's first shot, I think, at the IWGP uh, world title and the IC title. So, her, her, they almost had me, man. I'm not going to lie. I love this match. This match was awesome, but they almost had me. They almost had me. I actually, for a second, thought Hiromu was going to win. But this is a fantastic match. Um, freaking Hiromu goes crazy on Evil from the start. Big pair of drop kicks. Fucking thrusting drop kicks. He hits about fucking five of them. He's just letting this dude have it. He's drop kicking, drop kicking, drop kicking. And, you know, Hiromu hits the drop kicks. He fucking hits them like a fucking, like... It looks like this guy's just throwing a brick at you. Uh, Evil tosses Hiromu into the external turnbuckle neck first. And now he's working on the neck. <clears throat> uh, Evil dumps Hiromu right on his neck again with a German suplex. Hiromu no-sells that shit. Hits a freaking... German on Evil, then Evil dumps Hiromu two more times on the neck, hits a few more German suplexes, Dick Togo comes out, choking out Hiromu, and then Evil low blows Hiromu, Evil and Dick Togo hit the Magic Killer combo, Hiromu hits everything as Evil, but no ref is around, Hiromu gets back up, Death Valley Driver on the exposed turnbuckle, hits a time bomb, but Evil kicks out, and this is where they fucking got me. Hiromu gets evil up. And he actually hits Time Bomb 2. And I'm just like. There's no fucking way evil is kicking out of this. Because like Time Bomb 2. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. So he hits Time Bomb 2. Dick Togo comes out. Takes out the fucking referee. Before Hiromu gets the win. I swear, I jumped from my seat. I was so pissed. I'm just like, oh, I love Evil. But to see Hiromu win the fucking titles would be awesome. I'm telling you, he should win the IC title at least. I feel like New Japan needs to separate the titles. But Evil hits Darkness Falls. Everything is evil for the win. Uh, actually, Hiromu ended up getting injured in this match. He's got a shoulder injury. But thank Lord, he's only out for a couple weeks. And he will be there for his match. Uh, against um, fucking uh, Bone Soldier. So, um, I don't know, man. So, this is how I feel about the whole evil situation. I love evil. I've been waiting for evil to win the world title for a long time. 
I don't really like Dick Togo with Evil. I, I don't think Evil needs him at all. They should have just kept pushing Evil how they pushed him in the tournament. You know, in the New Japan Cup. Where he was just an evil son of a bitch. He was kicking people in the dick. He was being very ruthless. He was fucking doing very, 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 like, ruthless shit. Like, to me, that would have been better. This whole Dick Togo helping him do everything. I don't really like it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I really love New Japan. And I always like what they do. But I don't like this at all. Like I said, the cheating is fine. Like, the cheating, the low blows, you know, everything is evil, all that shit. That's fine. Yeah, so Ishimori comes out. He takes out Hiromu. And Ishimori, like I said, Bone Soldier is the next challenger for Hiromu. That match is going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Naito makes a stave. And I was shocked to see Naito. I'm just like, I really thought for sure he was out or something. Or he had, like, you know, his knees finally gave out. But here he is. I'm just like, huh, so why did he lose the titles then? Naito man has to stare down with evil, cuts a promo, and basically says, Hey, your rental of these titles is over. I'm here to take my titles back. I can see Naito winning the back, but I hope that I feel like they're already committed to fucking evil, you know, doing this whole evil thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you gotta commit to it. You gotta commit to evil. And I would make Sonata the one to be evil because to me it, it fits perfectly sonata you know is his former tag team partner like him and sonata were really the ones that fucking um you know were really i think closer so i'm hoping sonata would be the one to take out evil for the titles i feel like that would be the perfect fucking story if you built it right you know what i'm saying i would see it even for wrestle kingdom i would have evil keep the titles to wrestle kingdom and then have sonata Get his big crowning moment. Hopefully they can have Wrestle Kingdom in front of fans. Because they're doing stuff in front of fans. So it's awesome. So, you know, it's not full capacity. So, uh, like I said, that was uh, the important stuff from uh, Sengoku Lord. Um, I said, that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. I know this pod was really late. But like I said, uh, I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to get them out there anyway. So, that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. You use K92. Follow me on all the social medias. And uh, that's it for me. Everybody, peace out.